I'm Carol Coletta, and this is Night Cities. One of the most important sources of talent for U.S. cities is foreign students enrolled in our universities. That's why Neil Ruiz is taking a closer look at where they come from and the impact they're having. Neil is a senior policy analyst and associate fellow at the Brookings Institution Metropolitan Policy Program. His research focuses on regional and state economic development, innovation, international migration, and high-skilled immigration. Neil, why are foreign students such a desirable demographic for cities? Foreign students, um, they're, they're desirable for cities on two fronts. In the short term, I mean, they provide a lot of revenues for our universities and colleges um, that are located in our cities, especially the big public universities. But in the long term, they serve as bridges between our cities in the U.S. and their hometowns abroad. And what's the, what's the advantage to that? The advantage to that is that most of the, what I found in the, my, the Brookings study that I published about last month is that they have, most of the students coming to the U.S. are coming from very fast-growing emerging cities around the world. They're coming from Beijing, Seoul, Hyderabad, India. These are fast-growing mega cities with a lot of economic activity. And there are just a lot of trade relations between our cities in the U.S. and these countries. And the fact that we are training their students in American universities is a great thing since it can help future facilitate future trade flows, foreign direct investment flows between our cities and the home, um, home communities abroad. Now, does that happen because U.S. cities are getting smarter as a result of these foreign students being in these cities, or is that a result of these foreign students going back to their home cities and then having familiarity with the U.S. cities where they were educated? I think it's on both ends. Um, it, um, having foreign students in the U.S. benefits U.S. cities and the employers located there. Um, disproportionately, most of foreign students are studying in the STEM, you know, the science, technology, engineering, and mathematics fields, and as well as the business fields. Those are the two popular majors, and two-thirds of all foreign students are pursuing these fields, STEM or business versus the American population, which only has under 48% that are studying um, those fields. So they're studying fields that are very highly sought out by employers, both in the United States as well as abroad. When it comes to foreign students in U.S. universities, how many people are we talking about? We're talking about, as of 2012, about 800,000 foreign students. And are they, how are they distributed across universities and particularly across cities in the U.S.? Oh, they're widely distributed. Um, you could find mo the number one destination of foreign students is New York City. It's a very big city. Uh, but the top institution there in New York, for instance, is both New York NYU, New York University, as well as Columbia University. But then you have Los Angeles with University of Southern California as the top destination of foreign students over the 2008-2012 period. But mm -hmm. then you also see smaller cities like Lafayette, Indiana, where um, Purdue, the land-grant university, Purdue University is located, where you see a huge influx of Chinese and Indian students studying in the STEM fields there because of their great engineering um, and STEM programs um, at Purdue. You've named a couple of foreign cities from which 
these students are coming. If you if you took the top five or six cities that are sending foreign students our way, which ones are they? So the top cities of origin, number one is Seoul, South Korea. Um, number two is Beijing, China. Three is Shanghai, China. Fourth is Hyderabad, India. And fifth is Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. And these are really interesting cities because, you know, Seoul is, has a lot of especially South Korea, they have a trade agreement with the United States. That's the last um, trade agreement the United States has signed with in, back in 2012. So we have very close economic ties between Seoul and our American cities throughout the United States. But then you also have Beijing and Shanghai. Those are both, you know, the capital of China as well as the business commerce capital of China. And then Hyderabad is a very fast-growing IT and business um, hub of, of India. And then Riyadh, you see that a lot of students from there, they have a the program called the King Abdullah Scholarship Program, where the, um, the government is really funding full-ride scholarships for Saudi Arabian students to study in the United States. What do you think the effect will be, Neil, on uh, U.S. universities opening campuses in those countries and in those cities? I think that um, there's a lot of universities that are trying to open abroad or have opened abroad. Um, we see a lot of campuses, especially in the Middle East. India is a little bit different because it's a lot harder for American universities to open in the in India's um, higher educational scene, but it does have different effects. I think that the U.S., because we're very open, um, we're the top destination of all foreign students studying anywhere in the world. We have 21% of all foreign students around the world. People still want to come here to the U.S. because we're, it's a center of research and development that are located throughout our you know, innovation hubs throughout the U.S. I think Silicon Valley, um, Research Triangle Park down um, in North Carolina. So you have a lot of hubs of innovation in Boston, the big college town up, up north. So these are great places where foreign students can learn from the best kind of professors or innovators, as well as and contribute both into the U.S. economy or transfer knowledge from their from the universities here to their homes abroad. I understand the desire of nations of origin, the cities of origin, uh, wanting to get their students back, right? But I think many U.S. cities would like for those foreign students to, to remain in them uh, to add directly to their local economy. Are foreign students staying after graduation? Yes and no. Um, so in the report that I released, I was able to get what they call OPT, optional practical training data. And that's, so every foreign student on an F1 visa can stay to work up to one one year or 29 months after they graduate if they got a, a STEM degree. And when I analyzed that, I, I looked at the employer, I had the names of the employers, and I was able to tell where they're going to after they graduate, if they're staying in the places where they went to school. And the number one, um, retention rate of foreign students through the OPT program is New York, which has a very, makes sense because it's a very big um, employment base, a big economy. But then what's interesting I saw is Honolulu, Hawaii is number two, must be the weather. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's also because they have a big tourism industry and they have schools that focused on hospitality. You have Seattle, that makes sense because that's where Microsoft and Amazon is located, and you have very good computer science programs at the University of Washington. Uh, Miami is the fourth highest retention rate, and then 
Las Vegas, which is fascinating because I uh, didn't expect people to want to stay in Las Vegas. It's And that's because they have a great hospitality school at UNLV. And there's a lot of students there who are actually working at Las Vegas hotels on the Las Vegas Strip, working there for a, a year and then helping Las Vegas-based companies open abroad since there's a huge demand for the gaming industry to open in Asia. Your report, The Geography of Foreign Students in U.S. Higher Education Origins and Destinations, which I think dull title for what I think is really exciting information, that report is accompanied online with some terrific local reports. You can go to the Brookings website. You can name your city. You can get a full report on where your foreign students are coming from, how many there are, where they're attending school, what they're studying, and importantly, as we just talked about, whether they're staying. Really nice work, Neil. Let's take for a minute Miami. You said Miami. I think you said it was the fourth city in terms of the percentage of students that are staying. Look at the Miami MSA. Use your website and tell me about the profile of Miami. Yeah, so the website, again, is www.brookings.edu slash foreign students. And when you browse the data here on Miami's metro area, it's fascinating. It's the 10th um, largest recipient of foreign students in the United States. Um, you had over the 2008-2012 period over 18,000 foreign students on F-1 visas. And they contributed um, quite a lot to the local economy. Um, you see here over $400 million during that period just in tuition fees. And of course, there's living costs associated with that. So almost over $250 million just on living costs um, contributing to the local eco Miami economy. And most students here are, are interesting. They're mostly coming from, you see here the top hometown is Caracas, Venezuela, as followed by Nassau, Bahamas, Beijing, China, Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, and Bogota, Colombia. So you have a mix, actually quite diversity from Latin America, um, the Caribbean, as well as Asia and the Middle East that are um, coming to, um, to Miami to study. And this makes sense to you since you have great, some great universities there. Um, the big top university they're receiving foreign students is FIU, Florida Internationalist University, as well as you have University of Miami, Lynn University, Florida Atlantic University, and Nova Southeastern University. And almost 70% of the foreign students are, if they opt for the OPT program, are staying to work for a Miami employer. So Miami is getting this very large international student base and keeping them as well. And that, that makes Miami kind of a hub, especially you see her for Latin America in particular, but as well as connecting to the Middle East and Asia. If you were advising a mayor who had read your study and asked, what can we do to get more foreign students in our community and to get them to stay, what would you tell him or her? To get more students, um, I mean, I think students follow what programs are um, are offered in the universities. And I notice here that the STEM fields as well as business are the two most popular um, fields of study that all foreign students are studying for bachelor's, master's, or doctorate degrees. And one interesting thing as well is in order to keep them, it's important to leverage the connections that these foreign students have. And as I said in the report, they're all coming from very fast growing economies with large markets abroad. And many of the local companies in Miami, Lafayette and Silicon Valley want to um, export or have knowledge transfer between their places as well and the origin places. And these students have, you know, the language skills, 
the familiarity of two places simultaneously at the same time. They're basically the economic ambassadors that could connect our cities with the cities abroad. You know, we talk about about globalization, about the trans, the movement of trade of goods as well as of um, of capital, but then it's actually people that help move that. And high skilled people in particular are the big movers and shakers with that. Um, local leaders can actually help and facilitate connections between their universities as well as the employers, really trying to educate employers about the OPT program as well as other immigration visa issues that I know that a lot of employers may hesitate in hiring a foreign student or former foreign student graduate because they don't, they're unfamiliar with how to keep them here, especially since we haven't had immigration reform here in Washington um, yet. Those are a lot of challenges, and I think that local leaders can educate employers about that and utilize really the connections and knowledge that a lot of the foreign students studying in their local area can actually help the local companies um, globalize. The name of the report is The Geography of Foreign Students in U.S. Higher Education, Origins and Destinations. Thanks, Neil, for talking with us on Night Cities. Neil Ruiz is a senior policy analyst and associate fellow at the Brookings Institution Metropolitan Policy Program. You can follow us on Twitter at hashtag Night Cities and at C. Coletta. Find out first when new conversations are posted by signing up for our newsletter at nightfoundation.org forward slash features, forward slash Night Cities. You've been listening to Night Cities. I'm Carol Coletta.